0: Welcome to this episode of Mental Health and Anime hosted by Anime for Humanity. My name is June.
1: And my name is Heather.
0: And this is a podcast where we explore different topics related to mental health and tie those themes into the anime that we watch. This week we'll be diving into the topic of grief and loss. But before we start, how are things going for you?
1: Um, things are going pretty good. I've just been getting used to my new job, getting into a routine, you know. I don't know if I ever told you, but I, like, worked for Disney. Yeah. Um, Yeah. um, I officially got the call to come back. And I got the pleasure of telling them that I'm not coming back. Oh. and that was an emotional speaking of loss yeah <laughs> that was an emotional time for me because mm-hmm. after working for there for six years it was uh pretty rough to be like yeah no I'm not I'm not coming back yeah. but um other than that um I'm doing pretty good yeah
0: okay and Have I know I, the like, folks that oh. you were working with you were like pretty close to you right like didn't you all get together and stuff like that
1: oh uh from Disney yeah 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 no I I made some really uh close friends uh, both my roommates both work at Disney. So oh.
0: um
1: luckily that's kind of nice though, because like when things go a little bit back to normal, like if there's like little meetups and stuff, I can still like hang out with yeah, them. They yeah. just won't have like the connection. job aspect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but how are you?
0: Um I've been good uh since we last like recorded. Um I moved.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I see. I see. It. So
0: that was, uh, stressful. There was also a bit of like loss there. Right. Like mm-hmm. I was, um, I moved out of the apartment that I lived in with, um, my roommate who was like in my grad program for therapy. Mm-hmm. And so it, it like felt like, yeah, like I'm graduated like this, like, that's, that's a past part of my life now, like, now Mm -hmm. I'm getting into, like, trying to find a job and all this stuff, like, so, um, yeah, that was an experience, but I'm getting really settled in here now, um, and liking my new roommates, and, like, feeling really comfortable in the space, and so I'm, uh, yeah, kind of coming back, coming back into myself, which is nice.
1: Does it feel like you're, like, starting a whole new chapter even more than before, just, like, Mm -hmm. having, like, start, like, fresh over with a new space?
0: Yeah, no, totally, yeah. Um, yeah, and I was, like, living alone pretty much, um, at my last place, because my roommate had more or less moved out, like, she was living with her partner, and, like, was Mm -hmm. going to move back home, um, and so, yeah, it's just, like, I feel, and then with, like, with the way things are timing with COVID, like, I'm also feeling more comfortable with, like, seeing people again, and so Mm -hmm. it's just, like, a shift from being, like, alone in my apartment and not seeing anyone to, like, yeah.
1: Would you classify yourself more of, like, an introvert or an extrovert? um
0: like in the middle ambivert um but i i definitely yeah like i like to i like to think like oh i can be on my own and i remember um what is it isn't there like an astronaut like a a part of the um testing or not what is it training for being Mm. an astronaut is to like be in solitary confinement basically and like survive and last kind of thing like that's part of the training of it because that's what it's like when you're like, yeah. out in space and stuff and I remember thinking like oh I, I could. do I,
1: that that's, oh I could that's never
0: no but yeah, yeah it was kind of rough the past couple of months. <laughs> I don't know if I could anymore mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so that must be feeling like that must be nice moving forward a little bit into like seeing yeah. more people more frequently yeah yep it really is yeah um, so that's how I've been mm-hmm. Um, but let's, uh, let's move into a quick mental health check. How are, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, speaking of like seeing people and hanging out more, um, I had like a roommate brunch thing today. So that was mm-hmm. nice getting to like, get to know my roommates a little more and spend some quality time with them and like be around humans. It's mm-hmm. always nice. Other Mm -hmm. humans. (laughs) Um, yeah. How about you? I
1: I love the concept of brunch in that way because it feels like a really good way to start off the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good. I had like a really good day yesterday. I spent a lot of money. Um, but it's nice because like I've been making a lot of money now that I have like this new job. So like the idea of buying things for myself with the money that I've been like. Earning and whatnot. It's just a great feeling, regardless of the fact that I just bought like seven anime keychains, a figure, a bunch of like anime posters. Um it still feels great to be using my adult money. Yeah. So I'm I'm doing I'm doing
0: great. That's good. That's good. It it is nice getting that paycheck, getting that stimmy. Hope you got that stimmy. Oh, uh
1: actually that is what I spent. Never mind.
0: Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so, so my thing.
1: money I spent.
0: <laughs> yeah. on... We're fee- we're, you know, just Reinvigorating the economy—that's what it's exactly. for, right? That was for yes, one hundred percent. Okay, yeah.
1: Let's uh, let's move into the the topic that yeah. we're
0: discussing today. Sure, sure. So um. Briefly, right, on loss and grieving. um I kind of pulled this from I think this this is how like the CDC describes it, but um grief being a natural response to loss, um and it's the emotional suffering that someone might feel when um typically people think of you know when uh, someone passes away or um, there's like a big loss like that. but it can it can be an experience that comes with any form of loss. Um, so it can be like a loss of, uh, you know, a friend it could be a loss of a job it could be like a big shift in your life from um living at home with your parents to living on your own so um grief can like happen for a lot of different reasons and um it is uh in relation usually to a big loss which also you know can have its own diversity of like what that looks like what that feels like for folks um different ways of um experiencing grief is is just natural as part of that because there is no specific way of experiencing loss because there is no typical loss right um in 1969 there's a psychiatrist named elizabeth kubler ross um, and she's the one that kind of coined the five stages of grief model Um, and that was based off research that she did um, with uh, terminally ill patients and those are denial Anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. I don't know. Have you heard of those?
1: Um, stages before? I feel like I've heard of the stages, but I didn't know there was like, like a like official coined terms with them. I think I knew like denial and acceptance, but I didn't think of like bargaining, for example. That's yeah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, she kind of like was able to categorize a a like major themes in people's experiences of grief um but you know even kubler-ross uh, says this is that that was never supposed to be intended um as like a model of what grief mm-hmm. was like for everyone right mm-hmm. this is this is just um what came up in her research and what came up for um as like major themes but not like you know not everyone goes through those mm-hmm. those stages and so she actually said that in a book i think in 2004 before she um passed away that mm-hmm. like that was that was not what I was trying to do. <laughs> uh, I'm not telling
1: people how to grieve.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, um, and that's I, I feel like whenever I've seen those five stages of grief in pop psychology or like in pop culture or whatever, um, mm-hmm. that's usually how it's presented is like, oh, like what stage are you on now? With the idea mm-hmm. that like, you know, how far are you into your grieving? Mm-hmm. Um, have you made it all the way to stage five or no, whatever. But it's mm-hmm. not linear, um, and it can mm-hmm. look different for everyone, right? Um, Sometimes it can affect sleep. Sometimes it can affect eating. Sometimes it can just affect how you're, like, thinking or processing. Um, But yeah, just again, it it can look different for everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's just my little little spiel on loss and grief. But I'm wondering, like, um, what's your kind of experience with um, loss and grieving?
1: Um, I've never been a big fan of, like, change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and so when I think of like lost and grieving, it, it immediately makes me think of the idea of change and like, um, sometimes it's hard for me to process when it's people like, for example, like grandparents and stuff that I don't see often, mm-hmm. but like, it doesn't really register in my brain that they're, that they're gone because I'm not used to seeing them frequently, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I think that's like my main like, uh, experience with, at least like, like Physically losing family members, um, like I know that there's like obviously different forms of loss, which I am gonna bring up later when it comes to uh, the show yeah. that I talk about.
0: Yeah, I guess for me, like I, I similarly, like I, I mostly associate like f- grieving with just life change. Um, but I mean, thinking back on it, I have had like some losses in my family and stuff. Um, and but uh, in those moments, like grief. Has been, and um, it might be like a cultural thing too, like showing emotion, like within my family, or and 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 again, like I don't know if it's like a family thing or a cultural thing. It's mm-hmm. just been like not, that's like not something we do,
1: interesting. Okay. Very
0: often, like okay. we're not very explicit or like forthright with how we're feeling about things, and so, um, grief, uh, at least in the way it's been modeled for me, does it looks very kind mm-hmm. of like silent and private, yeah. Um, and so. Yeah. Um that's kind of my experience of it is that like I don't really I don't really know what it looks like because yeah. at least how I've been like taught about it, it's like something that you do on your own. Mm-hmm. And which has like created some issues for me sometimes <laughs> because I do I, I I will like compare, right? Yeah. Um, of course. I think that's uh you know not the, the best way of <laughs> um, moving through like tough situations is by comparing how I'm, how I'm grieving with how someone else is grieving. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because of how it can look different for everyone. Yeah. Um, but I still do it. I'm guilty. So
1: I think it's interesting. Cause like the way you bring up, uh, like your family, for example, like with my parents, um, uh, my, my dad's very like the silent kind. I like, I think that like stems from like his family and his background, mm-hmm. but, um, my mom is very, very vocal about her emotions. Like Mm. I remember like when my grandfather passed away, away, she was like at a bar or something and she like verbally like screamed in the middle of the bar when she found out opposed to like my dad who like, I wasn't there when he reacted, but like nowhere near that kind of reaction. So like how that ties into my own, I guess reaction to like loss and grief is is interesting because I find a little bit of both in me. Yeah. so like I, I don't know I feel like I'm like, right in the middle like the middle. I I will cry but also I will have like mm-hmm. more no no not silent but like po- not poker face but like yeah. I have a harder time like showing that I'm upset I've had people before like ask me like I'd like do you even care and I'm like oh, just because yeah. it's not on my face doesn't mean it's not happening
0: yeah yeah for sure um I'm wondering, does that feel like an okay place to shift into some of the anime so yeah, much? Because that's like right on what yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to bring in for the anime that I want to talk about today.
1: Yeah, let's go for
0: it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go first then, <laughs> <laughs> um, is that, if that's okay. Because oh, no, yeah, um, I you... wanted to talk about Anohana, the flower we saw that day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Am I saying that right? Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, Anohana, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, have you heard of it, the anime?
1: I I have. I'm playing I them a little
0: because you're the one that introduced me to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have heard of it. Um, yeah. I remember my very intense reaction to the very last episode. Mm. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. It's a roller coaster of a season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for those ha- who have not heard of the, this anime before, or have not seen it, um, it's on Netflix, so you can go watch it uh but basically the kind of summary of it is that a group of six sixth grade age childhood friends drift apart from after one of them um, named menma dies in an accident five years after the accident the leader of their group um jinta uh has kind of like we, we follow his story as he's kind of withdrawn from society doesn't attend school anymore and um kind of lives a bit like a hermit. <laughs> um, one day, though, uh, this is when the the series starts. We catch him on a summer day where the ghost of an older looking Menma appears bes- uh, in front of him and asks to have her wish granted. Um, and as that being like the reason why she can't pass on to the afterlife and why she showed like has presented herself to him. Um, however, she doesn't like remember what her wish is, and so Jinta is like trying to help her because, um, uh, yeah, he was very affected by her death and. Um, Thinks you know like I need to bring my our friends back together because that might be the key to figuring out like what what is Menma's wish that we need to help her with and so um the the anime um, is a season long it's twelve or eleven episodes I think um, and it kind of follows that um, that uh, that journey of Jinta and bringing together um their friends and it it is a bit of like an ensemble cast where you're following each of each each of these characters gets a lot of um, um airtime and to, to show just how they've each uh experienced the loss of their friend menma and like this really significant event in their lives in the past and um they all kind of navigated that and managed through that in different ways and have been impacted uh by it in different ways and we see how um they you know struggle through re the different feelings and emotions that are being brought up again um and them trying to like come together to support their their friend <laughs> who has passed away um and yeah it's it's a really like just the premise of it when i first read it after you would suggested <laughs> it to me i was yeah. like i don't know if i can watch this um i think it's
1: perfect for this conversation too because it's like different not different stages but different like showcasing different ways people
0: people grieve yeah for sure and that's yeah that's exactly why i wanted to bring it in was because um yeah like there's each of these characters and even the other like tertiary characters in the anime um like uh, menma's family right she's survived by her mom and her dad and her brother her younger brother and um even like the rest of the town like the townspeople Mm -hmm. um they they were all affected by menma's death and they all like refer to her um, because they all remember her um and you know and yet you see them all have kind of like moved on with their lives in different ways um and so it's just i don't know i think it's a really it's a really uh i think well-informed anime um, as far as like representing grief and loss. Um yeah, and they're and they all experience grief in different ways. And um, I think you see too some of like the the things that we talked about, right? Like mm-hmm. um the kind of trappings of like grief and the way that people can like compare their grief with other mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and the way that people can like try to um like pressure or influence other people's grief to like um, to look a certain way because it makes them more comfortable, right? I think there's, mm-hmm. um, a cup there's a character named, uh, Yukiyatsu who, um, he really liked Menma, <laughs> um, however, like, Menma had feelings for another character, and so, like, he harbors some feelings of, like, you know, uh, unrequited love and, like, jealousy, um, in relation to, like, Menma passing and also how, um, there's this, you know, other, uh, character, um, Jinta who Mm -hmm. she did like, like, and all those, all those feelings are being brought up again, right? And Mm -hmm. um, you can see ways in which those feelings impact how he relates to Jinta. Jinta is like, um, Jinta is the one who sees Menma. And so like he, and he liked her too. and So he has a lot of um, like motivation and like um, positive regard around like what is happening. Like what's happening right now is cool, (laughs) <laughs> like i get to see my friend and at the same time like it's bringing up feelings for him too and stuff but he's able to like be motivated and helping menma but Yukiyatsu, like this is this is rough for him like he's been trying to move on from these feelings of jealousy and regret and unrequited love since Menma's was passing and so like now hearing that his friend jinta is seeing like this girl that he liked it's just like it brings up it, the way that he like that that influences the way that he relates to Jinta and he will tell her like you need to move on (laughs) you need to get over it like I did or whatever and he didn't really get over it but
1: what I think is interesting about like that whole dynamic of like almost an entire friend group um is like that feeling of blame
0: Mm. that
1: they like almost each of them has because um I mean Jinta's obviously the one that was like oh why would I like her she's so ugly yeah (laughs) which ridiculous why is that a response but it's fine their children um which caused the whole thing for like her to run away and all that stuff to happen but on top of that though Mikyatsu is the one who was like egging them on so I feel like that's interesting because I I don't know how like relevant that comes into play when it comes to like grieving like that idea of blame um but I think that can also be tied into like the idea of like not being able to say goodbye and like um holding on to those kind of feelings because like you can't change them in the end, like you can't say goodbye, you can't apologize, you can't um do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and I think that's like a very, a very interesting topic when it comes to grief.
0: For sure. Yeah. I think um, yeah, I think what you're describing and I it reminded me of this idea too of like survivor survivor's guilt. And mm-hmm. so just like this process that some people um who experience grief can engage in where they internalize emotions, right? Where it's um what, what has happened becomes a reflection of me, of like, um, is my fault? Or like, yeah, that kind of thing, where they just kind of take on that responsibility, take on that blame, take on that shame, take on that guilt. Um, and yeah, and I definitely think like a lot of the characters experience that um, feeling blame uh, for themselves, mm-hmm. um, thinking about all these little, all the kids in their like group, how they, um, harbored some yeah some of that feeling of like it's my fault and that feeling like part of that either motivating them to want to help or making or, or motivating them not to help because they didn't mm-hmm. want to like have to face those feelings like oh mm-hmm. it's my fault um yeah
1: do you i like i just it clicked to my mind a little bit do you like feel like this is kind of some big like metaphor on like like processing grief and like not that menma is like like therapy but like mm-hmm. kind of like how in anime like no one goes to therapy for some reason
0: yeah, um, yeah. that's just
1: not a thing you know we all need to like this is their way of like moving uh, through the situation and learning and growing and mm-hmm. taking what they need and the things they would learn from like from example like from therapy um yeah. to process totally. this kind of like situation
0: yeah no yeah totally (laughs) yeah i I think that there's um uh there's a lot of power in relationships right like i think Mm -hmm. this every the the way that the anime takes advantage of menma as a character right like she's she's around and she um even though she's a spirit she has relationships with all of these characters that develop throughout as the show goes on and so yeah i think um the way that they use the the relationship to menma as ways of like healing i think are yeah i definitely think of that as like a metaphor to like therapy or like Mm -hmm. healing um
1: that's so that's interesting i should never i never thought of it that way (laughs) until just now
0: yeah no for sure um i wonder uh too like um how things would have been different if uh you know like if they if someone else saw Menma, right? I think there's mm-hmm.
1: oh how they would have reacted.
0: Yeah. Like I, I mm-hmm. imagine like if Yukiyatsu was the one to have seen Menma, I don't,
1: I don't think, think anyone would know.
0: Told anyone. Oh. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> wouldn't have told anyone. <laughs> but
1: then but then it like kind of like goes back to like, oh, like it's good that um Jean, Jean-, Jean was the one that did see her, mm-hmm. um, because in the end it ended up helping everyone else. Yeah. Whereas like, yeah, if it was uh, Yukiyatsu. Mm -hmm. you not only would no one else like be able to move past it um neither would he yeah
0: yeah exactly yeah and I, I think that that is something that um is helpful for people who experience grief and loss is that there's a way in which like it can be isolating um and so like being finding the whatever it is right courage strength um might even be like desperation to reach out to another person and just like um yeah like be able to share that experience with them even if it's just to feel understood in it Mm -hmm. um i think is like yeah so important so i i I really like the way that they kind of like modeled that in the show and showed how sometimes it's not easy right like jinta would open up to some of his old friends and it would not be well received and sometimes it would like get thrown right back in his face but it wasn't without any it wasn't without good intention it wasn't without like effort on his own part to try to make things better and um yeah i just i liked how the the anime kind of handled that theme Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah is there anything else you'd like to add on the on this one before you
0: um no, there's just so much about it I really yeah. like. I wanna I kind of want to watch it again because I wa- I I watched it really quickly, like in the span of like a week mm-hmm. um at the end of last year. So I feel yeah. like I'm missing some things. I'm forgetting.
1: I would say, okay, well, um I would say if you rewatch it again, I if you have the ability to rewatch it with someone who hasn't seen it before, because that's my favorite thing to do is watching something I've already seen with someone else with their fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. Cause like you still get to experience, like, those initial, like, responses. And sometimes like, they obviously see things that you don't. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: For sure. No, I, my, my partner is the one who I, like, try to trap. And-
1: oh, yeah. And <laughs> I was going to say, but, you should, you should <laughs> yeah. push this agenda. <laughs> push the Anahana agenda.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Um. Yeah, if, if if it feels okay to shift over, I'd, I'd love to hear about the anime that you want to yeah. talk about today.
1: All right. So, um, have you seen Food's Basket?
0: I remember being really into mm-hmm. the manga, like, back mm-hmm. in middle school. But I never okay, finished okay. it. Okay. I probably forgot a lot.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, For my little uh, description of it, I'm going to be a little more vague as to what the entire plot of the show is. Since the main plot doesn't pertain to the point I'm making. And I don't want to, like, give it away for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, But, yeah. So, Fruits Basket About a high school girl named Tohru Honda, who at the beginning of the first episode is essentially homeless. Um, Her mom recently passed away, and her grandfather, whom she lived with, was staying with other family members as their house was getting renovated. Tohru runs into the Soma family, and that's when she begins a long journey of getting to know this family and their secrets. Um, So I'm gonna keep their secrets a secret for now in case somebody wants to watch it, because I remember that was a big (laughs) thing for me when I first watched it, because I didn't know. I mean, most people probably know what it's about by now, but still anyways so um experiences with loss is very um specific when it comes to her mom it's not only that she didn't get to say goodbye but she thinks of her mom as she goes about her daily life um almost living her life for her um i personally find this interesting because i've never experienced grief in this sort of way but i'm sure it's not uncommon in any sense um especially when someone like that close to you passes away because like i've said before um I've had, like, family members pass, pass away, um, high school friends pass away, but, like, by the time it happened, I I wasn't near these people, so, like, I didn't feel that change, um, but I'm sure, like, would you say, like, this is a common occurrence when it comes to loss of someone close, like, living out your life almost, like, for their... Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know the word in their memory <laughs> for, for or, their, yeah yeah no for sure I, I think back to to like the five stages in grief and the way in which it's sometimes presented is like this is the process and then once you finish the process and you're done grieving right um and it, it just doesn't work like that mm-hmm. like um it's it's not linear and sometimes you know like maybe you do reach a place where uh a moment in your life where you're like okay i can like um i'm at a place where i feel settled in my feelings of loss and then the next day you're like oh no i feel real bad again (laughs) right and it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean anything as far as like moving backwards or something or like which i feel like when it's framed like that as in as a very linear process i feel like it can invite feelings of shame like oh Oh, i'm moving back i'm 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 regressing or something Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think grief is life like that i think it's um i think it's like a very like fluid experience like some days it's okay mm-hmm. some days it's not but and it's sometimes and and I think um in some in some cases too it just it doesn't go away and so uh that's what I'm appreciating you kind of pointing out with Toru is that like the the memory of her mom and the grief that she experiences um doesn't seem like it's it's something that is going to go away or something that she wants to go away i think she always mm-hmm. wants to remember yeah. her mom and always yeah, wants she... to kind of hold on to that loss because it inspires her in some ways
1: mm-hmm she carries around that photo of her mom all the time as well to like constantly like remind her like how what she's doing like what's the word i was gonna say (laughs) um like how like thinking like not like not like what would jesus do but like having that idea of like what would like what would my mom want for me kind Mm -hmm. of thing um on top of this she remains extremely positive um especially with her like outlook on life which i find wild <laughs> I've, I've never met someone well I mean I've never met her but I've never seen someone not positive mm-hmm. um, in my entire life but like to me it kind of feels more like a coping mechanism because we do see her break at different points mm-hmm. especially when no one is around so she doesn't burden, burden people and that's like the big um aspect of her personality is that she doesn't want to burden people especially with like that idea of like grief and whatnot mm-hmm. um personally I've never um, had this kind of like problem because i'm very vocal about my problems (laughs) i've never really considered like being a burden on people when it comes to like my bigger things i'm like well it's kind of what my friends are not there for but like Mm -hmm. um like letting things out because they've always been very like we're here for you kind of a thing Mm -hmm. um but what would you say your experience is with um that idea of like burdening people with your own like loss and grief
0: I think that makes sense to me. Um, even in the way that you're talking about the, with Anohana, how like there's some there, there's some ways in which people who experience grief and loss can like internalize feelings, right? That I think that that's totally like just another feeling that can be internalized through grief and loss, right? Is that like now I am a burden or like this happened because I am a burden. Um, yeah, and so that makes sense to me, um, especially with like, especially with um, how how much Toru from what I remember like like being positive and being a positive like energy for other people too Mm -hmm. um seems really important to her in doing that thing of like living out her life in memory of her mom right I'm going to be a positive influence on other people because that's that's me honoring my mom Mm -hmm. so if I don't do that then I'm dishonoring my mom yeah (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense yeah or like um yeah just yeah a lot of a lot of feelings and mm-hmm. um this idea of like being a burden to other people and and like wanting to hide your feelings from them I can only like I can only be a positive presence mm-hmm. kind of thing
1: that that makes sense especially with her with her mom because I remember like it seemed as though her mom had that kind of effect on, on other people as well like being like that positive like role model almost because that's how I don't know if you like remember from reading it but um one of tober's friends like latched on to her mom immediately because of how like she is like as a person and so that's probably reflected on toru thinking like oh like i i need to be like that like Mm -hmm. yeah to honor my mom um and not show like any forms (laughs) weakness almost yeah 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 um along moving along with like the topic of like loss and grieving and i know we touched on it a little bit in the beginning um, but I think we can apply this to like other situations, such as loss of a person in your life. Two characters come to mind, Hattori and Momiji, uh, when thinking of it like this, because in their cases, losing those people in their life was like the best option. And they just kind of like grin and bared it, um, even though it seemed to like eat at them and affect them in like traumatic ways. I don't want to like go into specifics in case anybody hasn't seen it, but like there are people in their lives that like like disappeared essentially. Mm-hmm. But um, have you ever had, like, that kind of, like, loss of someone in your life, maybe, um, that, like, affected you in that kind of way?
0: Yeah. Um, I think about friends a lot mm-hmm. when um, when you were talking about that. Because i a lot of friends that I've been really close to um, for, you know, uh, even if it was, like, a brief part of my life that, um, yeah, they just aren't around anymore. Whether, mm-hmm. And some of them is because they moved away. Um, there's one friend who I was really close with and, like, um middle school, high school, college, but then we just kind of turn or not um grew into different people that just significantly mm-hmm. um, kind of have like the same kind of values or priorities mm-hmm. and so kind of drifted apart. Um, but yeah those are those are losses too at least in yeah. for me like, the way I experience experience them. Like um there will and you know similarly it's not linear that experience for me. Mm-hmm. So like some days I'm like I really don't think about it. Um and then other days I'll be like wow like yeah. We had a lot of fun and now i don't even know who or where they are anymore kind of thing
1: it's like that nostalgic feeling Mm -hmm. that like it happens to me every so often like i'll be looking at old high school photos or i'll be looking like now looking at old videos from when i worked at disney um and thinking like how i miss like the loss of that in my life and how like that change like Mm -hmm. um not that i want it to happen again but like holding on to that memories i think will is what like helps.
0: Yeah, almost. yeah. And I wonder too, um, and this, you know, I don't know how much you want to share about this or go mm-hmm. into this, but um, just like the, like how it feels different at different points of time, right? Like you you were talking about how I, um, you know, you like you had that call with with Disney and you were like, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe that feels some type of way today or mm-hmm. this week or this month because it just happened Mm -hmm. but then like maybe six months down the line you kind of reflect on it and it feels totally different or like two two years down the line like your your memory of that experience feels really different kind of thing
1: you know what's interesting about that is i've gone through a lot of different stages of like like officially leaving the company and whatnot Mm -hmm. and what what really has helped me a lot is, um. remember how you're we talking about Porter Robinson? Yes. <laughs> have you heard his new song, Musician?
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Have you, like, because, like, when I first listened to it, I was like, okay, yeah, this is a bop. But have you really listened to, like, the lyrics?
0: I listened to some of them. Um Yeah, I don't know if I've, like, read them out, but okay. I watched the music video the other day, and it, that, oh, I was able so to pay good. attention to it more a little mm-hmm. bit while I was watching that.
1: So what helped me realize, like, this is what I need to do and, like, motivated me more to, like, fully, like, self term um was listening to the lyrics of that song um I'm not going to quote the whole thing but it starts off with I don't miss the feet I don't miss the feeling anymore I want something new to love I get so nostalgic when I no when I no I'm not going to start singing what is it <laughs> but I'm fine without it um you don't really want what you think you want and I was like when I was listening to those lyrics I was like oh my gosh that's like 100% represents my feelings about Disney and like it almost like Mm -hmm. feels like a like a good song for people that not experiencing loss in like a like a like a death sort of way but like Mm -hmm. experiencing that kind of change and like loss of something in your life because it um, highlights like the future and it like feels very hopeful Mm -hmm. and so it's really helped me move through like this change and really positive because i'm like you know what i am really excited for where i'm going and what's happening even if i do have like that loss of that in my life Mm
0: -hmm. yeah for sure i'm appreciating how you're bringing that up because it it it, it's also feels like a reminder too that like grief and loss are like just kind of an inevitable experiences of life because Mm -hmm. of the fact that it's like can be Mm -hmm. associated with change which Mm -hmm. Is kind of like change is a fact of life, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's that idea of, like, nothing's permanent. And so, mm-hmm. and, like, that's so scary to think about because, like, sometimes I think of that when I start, like, dating people and stuff. Because everyone, I, I've noticed this a lot on Twitter. People are being really frank on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I've seen things like, oh, like, why do I want to get in a relationship? We're just going to break up in the end. And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> Yikes. You're <laughs> yeah. not wrong yeah in like so it, i don't know it seems like that where I'm was like um you're right change <laughs> and loss is like inevitable but like yeah it's about yeah. the memories
0: <laughs> yeah and i feel like that 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 is such a big part of that too right is that there's sometimes there's like a lot of energy and effort put into trying to avoid loss mm-hmm. to avoid mm-hmm. feeling grief um but yeah it's like i feel like that's just it's a nice reminder that it's like it's like don't, it's, it's not, it's not worth it to try to avoid it, um, but it, but it might be more worth it to try to just, like, figure out ways to navigate it that feel good Mm -hmm. for you, and that don't put you in a position to, like, compare yourself to other people, or shame yourself, or responding in a way that feels, like, different.
1: I feel like this took a really great, um, turn, because I think this is a good point to, (laughs) you know, start our outro, since, (laughs)
0: yeah, yeah, kind of wind up, yeah. Wrap up, wind up, wrap up.
1: Especially with uh, that little our little bit on that, you know?
0: We need we to get a kick from Porter Robinson. We <laughs> oh, are I promoting know, right? his album.
1: <laughs> That's literally what I do on a daily basis. Um I run a Porter Robinson Stan account. What if you listen
0: to this? What if you listen um,
1: to this? Oh my god, stop. If you're listening to this, um I need an acoustic version of musician. Thank you. <laughs>
0: um so any anime recommendations
1: yes um you know what's really funny about this i on our little google doc that we look at as we record this episode i wrote that i needed to write down my recommendation so i was gonna forget but instead i didn't write it down in case you've <laughs> heard of this recommendation because i think it's really funny that i'm bringing this up because upon f- initial look at it you're gonna be like why what does this have to do mm-hmm. with loss and breathing um but Dr. Stone, have you heard of it? I'm googling. Yes, Google it. So basically, um, the whole show is about the entire world turning to stone out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and then you get however many years later. I won't put a label on it. Um, one person like wakes up, and it's about like restarting civilization almost. But there's like a bunch of twists that I won't mention, and it's it's interesting because. Uh, I guess it's very apparent how it deals with loss if I describe it like that, because the the whole world is lost, essentially.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But I I feel like it takes very interesting directions in a almost, like, positive growth kind of way. Like, what was in the past isn't there anymore, but we'll take what we knew from the past and use it to have a better future.
0: Oh, okay. Cool, cool. So it's not so much about like how do we just get things back to how they used to be? It's like mm-hmm. how do we mm-hmm. grow from also,
1: that? yeah, especially taking like the that we've what, what year years it now? 2021. Um it's <laughs> taken thousands of years to get to the point that we're at now, but like knowing what we had back then, we're gonna, we're gonna speed up the process. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Um, if you haven't seen it. I, I highly recommend it. I'm not going to lie. It's probably one of my f- top five at this point after like watching it and like reading some of it. Um, I, I really like it. It's it takes takes a lot of like twists and whatnot. I'm not going to lie to you. I cried a couple oh. times and you wouldn't, watching it initially, you would not think that I would have cried. I also had an existential crisis while watching it, but <laughs> Okay.
0: I'll try to time it for mine. I think it's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll it's see a, what you, i'm about a, due yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> need to panic it's fine <laughs> yeah. um you'll you'll um notice in the first episode what i mean by that because it's just one of those things like thinking about something like
0: this happening to yourself
1: and it's like oh yeah uh, i don't i don't want to even think about that
0: But yeah no, for sure This sounds yeah I've, that premise is really interesting
1: yeah it, it is so it is so interesting i've been recommending it to everyone and then when i was thinking about today's recommendation i'm like you know what this is it i can <laughs> yeah. i can push my dr stone agenda here
0: <laughs> where can i watch it do you know or is Ooh, it like yes stream anyway
1: it's on hulu okay I think. um but it's definitely on funimation and crunchyroll on um, Funimation. it's in english uh your all it's in every language but english <laughs> so I don't know if you speak uh I think French well, and he... Portuguese are on there.
0: Okay. I'll have to check it out. Cool. So um so the anime that I wanted to recommend was uh Full Metal <laughs> That's not what I wanted to recommend. The <laughs> anyway that I wanted to recommend is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood mm-hmm. or the original series. But I, I yeah. people have feelings about the, Yeah. The original run. But um yeah, uh, TBH have not finished it ever. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but um I just started watching it again um because I'd only seen the original run and mm-hmm. hadn't seen Brotherhood yet. And so I'm I'm going through Brotherhood now. But um yeah, yeah like from the rip. Like, just the setup of that show, (laughs) like, you know, Mm -hmm. two younger, two young brothers um, lose their mom and Mm -hmm. like, in the process of, you know, their grief, try Mm -hmm. to bring her back and then also lose, Mm -hmm. you know, parts of themselves, literally. Oh, the way you describe that,
1: that was cool. Such a, I didn't, I didn't think about it when I saw you (laughs) put that recommendation down. I was like, oh, that's a good one.
0: (laughs) It's also a slam poetry night right now, I think uh, we said that, but, um, but yeah, I think yeah, the, the setup of that show just is like rich with conversations of grief and loss, um, and like, it's not always the forefront of every episode right there's a lot of you know action and like kind of mm-hmm. mystery thriller esque kind of uh, um, plot. But, um, yeah, like, you'll see shades of it throughout their, um, throughout the show. Uh, and at least as far as I've gotten, like, um, they, they do spend a lot of time around, um, their relationship with each other, right? Not Mm -hmm. just how, um, uh, each Elric brother is experiencing the, the loss of their mom and also of their, you know, the, the, the loss of their body, their bodies. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but also their relationship to each other, how the grief mm-hmm. impacts the way that they relate as, as siblings. Um, mm-hmm. there's a, yeah, there's a really good episode about that. Um, I forgot, like, it's like pretty early in the yeah. season, but like where the younger brother, um, like gets, <laughs> there's, they gets really mad at, at, mm-hmm. um, Edward and, um, and yeah. And like how that is uh just a part of how they're grieving is mm-hmm. it, it changes their relationship too so love that anime
1: when i first cool. saw when i first saw you write that also I immediately was like oh the dog
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i kind of liked how they did it did the that kind of like story arc in the first run mm-hmm. yeah of um because in brotherhood they went through it in one episode i think
1: yeah was. i yeah, yeah. so i remember i watched um the yeah the first run when I was younger and then I started rewatching brother or watching brotherhood recently and yeah it felt yeah
0: yeah I felt rushed I was like I because <laughs> um my my partner is the one who's watching it too for the first time and I remember mm-hmm. the original run like the story arc of from that and I was like ooh I remember that was heavy but then mm-hmm. when it happened in the second in, 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 in brotherhood it was like it happened so fast and I mean it's still impactful <laughs> but I was just like Dang, I wish we had, like, I wish we could sit in that moment a little longer. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. Lots I love, of grief and loss in that. I love when shows like that have, like, huge tonal
1: shifts. Mm-hmm. And generally, they have to do, like, all, all the time when that happens, like, with, with grief and loss, like that. There was one in um, Naruto Shippuden where, like, there was, like, a big tonal shift. And I remember, like, texting my friend, like, does did did any male sense this is, is yeah. it just me? And they're like, no, no, like it, it shifted. I'm like, okay, cool. And like there's like a part in my hero in the manga that hasn't happened yet. So I won't say, but there's like a okay. big, like, like to me, it feels like a big tonal shift. Um, um, just for one even one section that feels way darker than the mm-hmm. rest of the show. Um, that reminds me of how dark that felt for full metal. And I'm like, I can't wait to see that part animated to yeah. see how they address the darkness of that one mm-hmm. section.
0: For sure. Yeah, yeah I, I almost like wish we had more time to just talk about just the experience as a watcher. Like someone mm-hmm. who is watching these stories play out and then having like a major character die or like, um, like yeah, someone yeah. who is, yeah, or have a character like leave the story for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. And like how us as like watchers, as an audience, are experiencing like grief and loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's wait. a whole thing.
1: Exactly how you just <laughs> expressed that this morning the new chapter for My Hero Academia came out, because it happens every Sunday, chapter 306, I sobbed, like, straight up, because, yes, yes, I sent in a minute and, like, a half audio message to my friend, and was just, like, sobbing the entire time, and then I had to keep reminding myself, like, this isn't real, this isn't real, why am I crying (laughs) about this, and it was, like, oh, but, like, that's what, like, I was thinking of, and I'm, like, oh, like, yeah, if I could, like, express this in the moment, and, like, oh, like, Mm-hmm. in like this kind of setting will be very very interesting
0: yeah to see that play out Dang. does this episode need a part two?
1: Oh, definitely <laughs> <lost laughs> <the evening>. oh, <laughs> my own my personal <laughs> loss and dreaming um,
0: how like we experience grief and loss yeah. as like watchers I, I, yeah honestly tbd yeah. tbd we will no
1: i 100% <laughs> no yeah 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 we I should we'll circle back to this i'll cool. be down
0: yeah i'm super down for that
1: Well, thank you for joining us today. And I can't wait to see what our next episode has in store. Uh, Maybe it'll be a part two for this one, but we'll see. (laughs) Uh, You can follow Anime for Humanity at Anime for Humanity on Instagram or at Anime the number four (laughs) Humanity on Twitter for more information um, regarding our organization.
0: And you can also follow me at PocketHealer.Therapy on Instagram.
1: So yeah, so we'll see you guys next time. Bye.